Okay, so today's daf is daf yodalad. Let's begin. Rabbi Yitzchak v'Rabbi Imi havan yatvin umakshin that you they were sitting and they had the problem following kasha tanina and it says hayalak gvul We said in the Mishnah, if around our six by six tefachim uh, garden patch we had a gvul, a border, a frame, if you like, that was raised by a tefach and a tefach wide, then you could plant shlosha asar. Shlosha asar. You could plant thirteen. Three on each border, and one in the middle. And this we explained according to, I've got the pictures back again, we used yesterday. We've got the Rush and the Rambam. The Rambam, if you remember, that's a familiar one that is like a diamond in the middle, only one min in the middle, and then three on each side that makes 12. Um, so the Gemara asks, Nitni, let it teach instead. Now, change the word here, not Shisha. So the Gemara is asking, but one second. If in an area that's six by six in the middle, you can plant five, why are we limiting this case if you have a frame on the outside to only one in the middle? Why can't you plant five? And then you've got 12 plus five, you can plant 17 minutes. So we say, So one way of explaining it is as follows. You simply say that what happened when you made this gvul, when you made this border around it, it reduced the space in the middle to being less than six by six. So it may have started out by six by six. You put a frame on it and just by making it, if everyone, you know, you're familiar with making sandcastles and playing in the in mud, but the, that's what's going to happen. You're going to end up reducing the size in the middle. So therefore, that's why you can only plant one min in the middle. You can't plant more uh, and you can't plant the five. So we say, in Bashag Vulimamatin, but we have a problem. If it's less than six by six, it seemed to suggest that at the end of the Mishnah, we said that Rabbi Yehuda says you can plant six in the middle. And this is the pictures we brought yesterday, that if you can plant six in the middle, you've got six plus another 12, you've got 18. But if we're saying, according to Chachamim, the only reason why you can plant one in the middle is because you've reduced it by six by six, how can Rabbi Yehuda say you can plant six in that middle area? Once you've got less than six by six, it's too small to plant more than one min. If it became a nuha, but they resolved it. We're not sure if the Chavrai came no, Rebbe Ami, not sure if it was the Chavrai or the Rebbe Ami, but they came a Arisha. Meaning the first understanding is Rebbe Yehuda is not saying, mean Cholek, on this case of how much extra you can plant in the middle. He's explaining it not like we explained our Mishnah, but rather Machloket Rebbe Yehuda is only when there's no frame. When it's an area that's six by six. And then the Chachamim say five, and Rebbe Yehuda says six. So then the Gemara says, but one second. In Al Rosha, but if it is merely on the Rosha, but it doesn't make sense. We have a teaching by Rebbe Yehuda that says, Rebbe Yehuda Omer Shmonasa. The Rebbe Yehuda says that effectively you can have 18. Now, the only way you can have 18 is if Rabbi Yehuda is not just Cholok on the ratio, but also on the Sefer. Because you have six in the middle, 12 on the sides, and you make 18. So we're back to effectively our original question. Why is it that, um, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, you can plant six in the middle, but according to Chachamim, you can only plant one? And with this, Rabbi Chaim gives an explanation that we said as well, according to the rush that we said yesterday. And I'll just revise it again. That the reason is, is that according to Chachamim, Having a step up by one is not sufficient. According to Rashi, you need a one and a half tfachim space. 
That's why effectively it's going, you're not going to be able to have more than one. You're not going to be able to have it close to the edge. You're going to have to have a chatsi tefach on the side because it's chatsi tefach plus one tefach. Therefore, the space in the middle is only five tefachim. You can only plant one min. So even though technically the space within the frame is six by six, if you want to plant on the outside, you go, it's going to have to bring in the insider slightly. Okay, the inside slightly. So, and so therefore, that's why coin chachamim, you can only plant one min in the middle. How does Rabbi Shimon Cholek? He collects on a, he, 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 is, um, he argues on a few points. One is, as we said already, he says six in a six by six space. But the important part to understand in the Sefer is that he says that all you need to space between different minim is one tefach, not one and a half tefachim, according to the Russian's explanation. So therefore, by raising the outside by one tefach, you can plant within the whole six by six tefachim in the middle, all six minim, and then and that going up by one tefach is olela harachaka. That's enough as a space. That's why you can plant 12 on the outside. So therefore, that's why if you have a frame on the outside, according to the Chachamim, it's really a maximum of only 13. So 12 on the outside and one in the middle. Whereas Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yehuda says that you could actually plant really six in the middle and 12 on the outside. That's how to explain Rabbi Chia. Uh, that's how you explain the Tani Rabbi Chia that says really Rabbi Shimon says in the last case, you can plant 18. Okay, next question. So we said normally, let's, let's just revise. If you've got two fields of produce, you need to separate them by a bait rover. If you have two fields of yarak, of vegetables, you have to separate them by six tfachim. If, however, you have a small patch and you're planting individual little vegetables, you can plant five within a section of shisha by shisha. So if we extrapolate, the question now is, can I have a, in a field, can I apply the same logic by field, just as by vegetables and normal spacing between big fields is six, but within six by six, I can plant five. Can we say the same thing by a field? Normally to separate two different fields like chitim and sorium, I have to separate it by a bait rover. Can I plant five different minimum individually within a bait rover when it comes to grain? You hear the parallel. So the Gemara says, okay, we can do a Kavachomer. Six by six normally is the spacing that one that has to keep, and that's a Din Torah. That is by vegetables. And then you said within six by six, I can have five minim, meaning can by produce. That by produce, the separating two different fields, it's actually a Chumer Midarabanan. Meaning Midaraita, all you need is six by six Tvachim. Um, or spacing of six, six tfachim. The fact we need Beit Rov is the Rabbanan. So let's look at the, let's look at the Kabbalah Chumah once again. If by vegetable six, the separation of six is really Midoraita, and you can still plant five minim within six, individual minim, but in a six by six, in a field, therefore, where a Beit Rova is a really only Midorabanan, Kabbalah meaning a Beit Rova between two fields, is Midrabanan Kavachomer, you can plant five different minimum within that space, which is an interesting Kavachomer. Next question. The question is, is between two uh, patches, or like say fields, if you like, of vegetables, we know we have to leave a six by six Tvachim. Can you then do this idea, as we've said, of starting by six specific and then reducing it up until a point by vegetables? Now, if this picture looks familiar, that is because we talked about the fact when he had two different mesharim, strips, like rows, in a field, 
We said normally you have to be spaced by two by two, right? But you can also reduce it to a point. So we're asking, does that kind of that logic also apply by vegetables as well? If you're separating two different like uh, patches, not really patches, yeah, patches, let's call it that, of vegetables. Yes, granted, you have to leave it six by six, but can you reduce it to a point? So the Gemara says, What's this talking about? If you recall yesterday when we were trying to derive, and we didn't actually conclude with this derivation of from the Torah, how is it that you can have five, the, why is there five minimum within a six by six? We, uh, this is the picture we have here. We said that really what you can do is you can start on each of the points and bring it into a point that can mate up whole left until a point and you planted one thing in the middle. That's how you got to five, like in the picture we have in front of us, right? That's sort of the, the four different triangles coming to a point. Now, there, the separation you're doing this is avodah. What does this mean? The harachaka, we say by vegetables, the shir yinika, the area in which one, that, that they draw sustenance from the soil is one and a half tfachim. So therefore, from the top one and the left one, in the beginning, the separation is one and a half tfachim. So really, those vegetables are overlapping in where they're drawing sustenance from the soil. So just as there, in Beshat Avodah Pogab Avodah, the Avodah Pogab Avodah means that they're, they're overlapping, they're touching one another's, yet we still say you can meet Sarah, you can bring it to a Rosh Torah to a point. In this case, our question case, we've got two different fields where the separation is six by six tfachim, and they're not overlapping in the area where they draw sustenance, kalvachomer, then they can draw, uh, they can narrow to a point. Okay? You see the kalvachomer? In other words, there it was simple to us before in a small area, a small six by six, that when they were only separated by one, uh, one and a half tfachim, that was okay as long as they when they reduced down to a point. So kavachomer in two different fields when you're separating by six by six fachim again fields of, of patches really we're talking about vegetables here you'll be able to reduce to a point as well. Okay, now 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 we say lots which means yes indeed that is simply the that that's that's a conclusion, meaning indeed that would be mutar. However, now we've got a next question. Now, I've used orange and, uh, orange and yellow, which usually field things, but I should have probably used blue and green here because it's still talking about... Uh, oh, no, there's no back to a field, sorry. This is, that's why I did orange and yellow. I did the right colors. Okay, let's continue. So what's the question? Now, again, we're now talking about fields of, say, wheat and barley. We said previously that if you've got two different rows, you can leave a two by two and then narrow it to a point. The question is, we've said that between two different fields, proper major fields, you need to leave a bait rover. The question is, does that also logic apply? Can I mate Allah? Can I gradually, after I've left my bait rover by bait rover, then start reducing it to a point as well? So we say, so the Gemara says, Ma im shisha al shisha. Meaning this case we just learned here by shisha shisha tfachin, that we said between two two different uh, patches of vegetables you can reduce it to a point. Now six by six tfachin we said that's a shiurdoraita, that's a chakaf yudraita. There we said you can mate sar the whole all the way to a point. 
In our case, we said a Beit Rabba, we've just said previously, that shear is only Midarabana Really, it's six by six, a separation of six would be sufficient. So, therefore, by a field where the separation where is required is Midarabanan, Kalvachomer can you also reduce it to a point? It's a similar Kalvachomer that we said in the in our first suffix, in this first case of Lakrech Beit Rabba and putting five, five minim in it. So, once again, here, if we say by vegetables, if you're separating two different major areas of vegetables, patches, we said if it's six, you start by six, you can reduce it to a point, and that separation of six is Doraita, then clearly in a field where the separation of Beit Rova is Durabanan, you'd also be able to reduce it to a point. I'm sorry, if, if the if the Harchaka has to be Sheish, Doraisa, so how yeah. can you come down to a point then? No, but that's, that's, that's the idea, meaning... Meaning the normal harchake is, is six, but then for, this is based on ideas of rosh tor and, and like things that don't actually look like uh, look like mixtures and the like. Meaning, so, certain, like like we've seen um, it's previously that that even though generally you have certain spacings, there are other configurations that don't uh, don't equate to kilay. So you're saying that derisa is concerned with how it looks. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, its appearance. Of, I think so. That, that's the, uh, I have to confirm it, but that's that's what I've understood so far. Okay, okay. let's continue. Rav Nasa asks the following question: Shaal lo mistarva bagagoshel minim. He asks the following question. He says it seems to make sense. Now, we've said before that if you have a frame on the outside, a raised area of a tefach around an aruga, you can plant on it. Okay, that it's separate. Now the question is, what happens if you've got two arogot side by side? And there's a raised area of two tfachim wide in between. Can I plant on that, that very wide um, hump, if you like, can I plant two different minim? One, one tefach wide and one tefach the other. What's the svar to say you could? That is because since a frame is normally one tefach wide, we've said, then I can treat half of it, say the right half, as the frame for the oruga on the right side. And the, then the half on the left side of this, um, of this, of this border, as it being the frame, the border of the left aruga. And therefore, I wouldn't need a spacing between. In other words, do, I'll read your Reb Chaim to make it clear. Do we say, Do we say each half of it, each tefach on this raised surface, do I say that is drawn and considered the frame, the border of the other aruga? And therefore, it's recognizable. And therefore, it's like two different borders and Nifradim. It's almost like as if there's a fence in between. It's considered absolutely recognizable as being the gvul of each of these different garden patches. Okay? That is, that's the question. And we don't have an answer. Now, Rav Nasa Sha'al, Rav Nasa asks the following question. Shal Asa Peya Be'emsa. Now, Peya, you'll see in, in Rishamik, a lot of the time, Peya is like a Tzurat petach. We find Bekile Akerem, but we'll, we'll see it later on, is that a Tzurat petach is sufficient as a separation in certain contexts. So the question is, does that also work in a garden patch? Left is a question, we don't have an answer. Next question, do we have Zara Bogomesin? Let's say you have inside, you have within a patch a small hole, like the following. Do we say that you can plant a Bogomesin? I read, I read uh, Bogomesin, it's, it's what the Reb Chaim says. He says, Guma empty. we've got a hole, Imutar min acher Baguma. Can I plant another min inside? That's what got a different color here. Inside that guma, and he says, for all, all these buyers, the, the Zara missed the, the, the case of this hole in the middle of the patch, the Torata Petach, and the one we've just had about the, this border that might work as two different borders for Dujan Arugot. 
all those three questions are left as questions. Okay. Now we ask the next question. We've said previously that a raised border next to a patch is considered like a separate domain. It's, it's distinct. You can start planting on it. The question is, how long does that have to be? Because the only context we brought this raised area is this raised area around a six by six. That was the case in the Mishnah. The question now is, is it only because it's a significant space, a six by six, which is basically an armor, like a six by, sorry, a six long uh, length of the raised surface that I can plant in it? Or maybe it's even less than that. Okay. So the Gemara says, Nishmen Mahada, we can, we can, we, um, so no, sorry, the, the picture's for later on. Min Imi. The answer we brought previously back in the earlier part of the daf, this is Tifta Shahagvuli Mematin Shisha, that we tried to resolve, if you recall, back to the beginning of this year, we tried to resolve one of the resolutions is why is it that only one min inside is allowed and not more than that? And we said is because as you built up the border, what happened? It ended up uh, reducing the size of six by six in the middle. Okay. If that's the case, then really, what will the length of that border be? It's not going to be six anymore. It's going to be even less than that. Correct? Because effectively, you've reduced the space in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you can learn from here that that raised border doesn't have to be six long. Because the fact that that was presented as a possibility that the space inside was reduced to less than six by six means the border was maybe, you know, five and a half by five and a half. Yet still, that was a suggestion of what the Mishnah meant by saying, you know, that that's why you have one in the middle and and, and the 12 on the outside, three on each edge. Okay. So that is, that is the Niftar Abaya, meaning it seems to be, you can even have less than six. Now, the obvious next question is, what is the, what is a shear? Okay, and let me just get to the right picture. Sorry, I'm catching up. So then, then we ask, um, so, Now the question is, what is the minimum size? So, I can learn from the following. If you have a gomamiyot, which is like little furrows that are the depth of a tefach, you can now plant three zeronim. Echad mikan, v'echad mikan, v'echad be'emtza meaning one on each side of that furrow and one in the middle. Okay, that's like where the picture seems to have it here. So the Gemara says, so therefore, therefore we understand from this that what? That even if, we'll see how this works in this case, even a tefach raised area would be considered a distinct space. Now, how do you learn it from here? Because Mara Fulda says, is that he, um, he says that, he says, the fact that I can have a separation of a tefach is sufficient. We see the tefah, uh, the shear of a tefah is a significant space. And therefore we extract, we, we derive from there that even if you have a gvul, it's only the length of a tefah, that will be a distinct space and you could plant something on top of it. Okay. That's, uh, I think that's where my fault is explained. It uh, wasn't so clear in Rebbe for me. Now it continues. Um, uh, Reb, still Reb, might be, there still might on. be a difference between a horizontal tefach and a vertical tefach. Correct. I thought I thought that as well, but it sounds like uh, I, it's a good question. I I don't know how to answer it, but um, but uh, I think it, that Rav Fulda says that you see here from the tashir tefach is considered makom chashuv. But um, I'm not I'm not. I'll read Reb Chaim. He says um, says sharei guma rachava tefach mufash He just says it's a gvul. It, it's talking about the the width of it. 
Um, but you're right. Width and length are two different things. So I'm not really sure. I don't really understand how I, I, I didn't get a chance to look at anybody else. So I was putting together the pictures. But again, Marafulda seems to say it's like it's a makom chashuv. But again, isn't there a difference in width, width and length? I don't know. Okay, let's continue. Rabba Bar Kahana um, says, the Shuma Bar Nashi B'Shem Rabbi Shimon says, Benotin Chur Vashana. What this means is, he says, if you're planting one on each side of the furrow, like this, you have to make sure that the other ends of the furrow are actually empty, nothing planted there. Why? Because if you plant it on these two gray areas as well, let's say in a way that it's not killing with the blue and the green, what's going to happen is you're going to end up being, that which is in the middle is going to be Chavush. It's going to be completely surrounded. So even though it's inside a little hole, being Chavush can be a problem. Okay, which is a, which is a, I guess, what's a, the chiddush that comes out of this figure. Now, Amr Abzira, Kol Tefach, the Tefach Shil Gvul, Asotom Kombifnatsmo. Each Tefach and Tefach on the Gvul is a Makombifnatsmo. Now, we've seen already in the top of the border that it's a, it's a, it's a Makombifnatsmo. But what's interesting is he also says that even the sides is another Makombifnatsmo. Which is interesting. And in other words, not only is the bottom if now it's not only the tops of the now but even the sides. So you could plant on on, on in this picture where I've got uh, you could plant effectively on that border six, not just three. Okay, so even on the sides you can do different minim. So then the Gemara asks, well, if that's the case, let's go back to the case in the Mishnah. Our case in the Mishnah was what? Our case in the Mishnah we said that if you have that raised border, you can plant how many? According to the Chachamim, you can plant thirteen which is 12 on the sides and one in the middle. If you now say that the, that the walls faces themselves are not small, that gives us another effectively 12. So you should be able to plant how many? You should be able to plant 25. Okay. So the Gemara asks for you, this of you is from the Chamesh. Now I'm not sure if you really get to 25 exactly because you know, the, the, if you can see on the corner, they'd be meeting each other. But the, you, you hear the point. Certainly, you'd be able to get far more than the than, than the uh, than the than the thirteen that the Mishnah said to suggest. If you can do the insides of the walls as well, the wall faces. And uh, so then, now the Gemara says, "V'chen hu hatev." You see, this is the same question that um, that here that read the "V'chen hu hatev Rabun Bar Barchia B'shem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yitzchak." Says he actually asks quite the same question. He says, if that's the case, you've got a furrow or a stream that's dried out, that's a tepach. Which is a bit like the case we saw previously. That in the furrow, you can do one min and one on each side of the bank, if you like. So he says, if that's the case, you should be able to chamisha. You should be able to one here, one on the inside, walls, so uh, one on the bottom, one on the other inside wall, and one on the top. You get to five, not just three. Well, four, cor- four corners and then the middle. Yeah. Not the corners. No, forget the corners. That, that we said as the chura, otherwise it's chavush. Right? This is back to look at this picture. In other words, if you say the walls are an area that's on, that it's on its own, then not only is it the, if you look at this, the picture that says nishminim in hada, not only is it in the green, yellow, and blue, the flat surfaces are three, but you, can, you should also be able to plant on the inside of the wall along the here. On the white, okay. yeah. Okay, that gets to five. So uh, at, the of, at the end of the year, I have a question, but at the end of the year, so don't, okay. don't hang up on me, please. Okay, yeah. I won't. Uh, so 
Um, so we said, so, so we said, late Yachod, sorry, start again. So it seems to be that that's not necessarily the same kasha. Why? Because if we're saying that this is, in, the, in this case, where it's a furrow in the ground, if you were going to plant on the insides, it would be then considered chavush, which is different to the case of the aruga where it's a raised surface. Now, what is the difference? Well, that's what it sounds like, according to Reb Chaim, that there's a difference. According to the other shitot, we say, uh, I think I think it's Maraful Depanetz, understood correctly, he said actually both cases would be, the reason why you can't do it is considered chavush, meaning you'd end up, um, even though the walls are rupif now, it's more, if you do the whole inside of the wall, it's going to chavush, it's going to surround completely that which is in the middle. But Ari Reb Chaim, because Reb Chaim seems to differentiate, this is the part I was having difficulty with before, Differentiate between the case of a raised surface and this furrow. I'll read it to you inside. It says, You can't bring a proof of that case. She says, If you plant on the insides of the walls of this little hole, they're going to then completely surround and contain what? Hem, uh, that, that which is inside. That which is on the top, that which is in the middle. The Lord dump, in other words, so the walls and the, on the and, and on the top are going to completely surround that which is in the middle. In other words, in the case of a furrow, the reason why you can't plant on the walls and the sides is because if you do the walls and the sides, then that which is in the bottom in the, in the middle is considered chavush completely surrounded. And then we said once, certain, even though certain times, certain spacing might be okay, if something's mamash chavush, completely surrounded, we say that it's no good. So he says, dami That's not the same as our case in the Mishnah. In other words, that case, we rejected it because it's only three, not five. That's different. That's chavush. But our case is different. The Lord dami damatnitin. You can plant on the border as well. The patch itself is not in the ground. The patch itself is at the surface of the field. And you've constructed this border around it. You've effectively made a wall. So therefore, that which is on the outside, meaning on the wall, is not considered chovesh, completely surrounding and containing that which is in the middle. In the case of the pharaoh, since on the same surface of the field, in other words, let's explain it again. This is the way I understood Reb Chaim, and hopefully it makes sense to you. In other words, we tried to bring a, pr- a proof that um, from the from that um, from this case, the case of the pharaoh, the reason why the walls don't seem to make sense, or the, in that particular situation, is because it's chavush. Now we say why it needs, and and, and therefore, um, how does it fall back onto our sugya on the borders? We say that's also considered chavush, and therefore that's why you can't have um, twenty. What is it? Twenty-five. You can only have thirteen. So it says now, now that don't bring a proof from that case. Why? Because because the pharaoh is in the ground, like dug down, and the edges on the surface, that's why if you have the, 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 the sides and the, and the walls, it's going to be chovesh, that which is in the inside. However, in our case, with a raised wall, 
That's different. A raised wall itself, that which is a raised wall, meaning the actual patches on the surface of the field, the raised wall on the outside, this, this raised surface, that which is on the top is not considered chovesh. It's not considered, it doesn't violate the problem of completely surrounding something which is in the middle. And therefore, you can't bring a proof in that case. And I think it seems to be a, still stands as a question, if you like, in Rebbe Zira, of why the mission then wouldn't say 25. If you really, you treat the side, the insides of the walls as being a reshut bifnatsmo. I think that's the way you understand the sugi here. Okay, quench All right. That's a sheer. Mitzvah Shem Hapil